Ecto Perim yes. Revelation 19 today. <laughs> yeah, so let's start with the just the lifting all of this up to God, to lift you up to God, to lift me up to God, the day ahead uh, for this Tuesday. Father, we love you. God, we love you. Thank you so much. Waking us up, giving us another day for your mercies and your grace and your compassion. 2,500 years ago, today, you delivered your people from an antichrist named Haman and uh, from annihilation in Persia. And you led Mordecai to establish this annual celebration of uh, Purim, commanding that for all time we were to place ourselves in their shoes or sandals to celebrate, just like it was the very days when we were relieved of our enemies, to feast, to rejoice, to send food to others, and to give gifts to the poor. You did that to paint us a picture. And for the last 2,500 years, you've been faithful, our deliverer, our savior, our redeemer, uh, Emmanuel. You are here with us, God with us. God, thank you. Go before us today. Teach us, meet us right where we are. God, would you heal us when there's sickness? Provide for us where there's lack. Strengthen us. Draw near and help us to draw near to you. And I thank you, God, that the blood of Jesus you have made a way that there are no exceptions. And we ask all of this in the name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're looking forward to what's coming here this morning. I am too. You know, it's such a, it's a neat day. I know for for most of us, we say, Purim, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, it's a very Jewish thing, a very, very Jewish thing, but it's actually much more than that. It's just, it's one of those things that we don't get to discover. So we're going to be studying events from the book of Esther, which happened, you know, about 2,500 years ago in Persia. And uh, that's basically Iraq, Iran, and everything to the left, all the way into Africa and all through the Mediterranean. is a massive uh, conglomeration of countries. And because of what it is, we're going to be looking at some very fascinating end-time shadows and types as well. And, of course, in the spirit of uh, Prem, we are going to give you an opportunity to do what God asked us to do on this day, to, to feast, rejoice, send food to others, and to give gifts to the poor. Uh, I love Deuteronomy 16. It tells us how God wants us to celebrate him. He says each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way Jehovah your God has blessed you. I just love laying it out that way. So Purim is about deliverance. It's about joy. And it's about giving. And really, it's about victory. <laughs> and for Victory 91.5, Purim always falls during the winter when Victory usually has to make some financial adjustments because donations tend to drop below our needs this time of year. So I want to make a Purim appeal as I teach this morning, all morning long. Uh, we need your support. And Purim is a perfect time to give. So I'm asking you to give. It's one of those times. And uh, Kelly actually woke up way before me because uh, I woke up at you. <laughs> so she was wide awake. So she's up there early. And she'll answer your phone. And uh, so if you want woke up, she will take care of that for you. 770-781-9150. Or go online at victory.radio. There'll be no YooHoo. It'll just be a computer. Victory.radio. And please give now. All right. Officially... Prom began yesterday evening. Hopefully you saw that beautiful full moon last night. So beautiful. Prom runs all day today and really tomorrow on our calendar. 
if you follow such things. We're in the third month. It's actually March, right? But on the biblical calendar, it's the last month of the Jewish year. They're still going. It's like, when does this end? And the <laughs> Jews end the month with a perm bang, too. As you probably know, there are two biblical calendars, one that starts in the fall in the month of Tishrei and Rosh Hashanah, which we always celebrate, and one that starts in the spring, which begins next month with Passover in exactly 30 days. You ever say it's perm? You know, 30 days is Passover and Easter, the celebration of death and resurrection of Jesus. And this year it falls on April 6th. So this month is the last month of that biblical calendar, which begins Passover. Today is the 14th day of Adar. Purim is also known as the fast or feast of Esther. It's the story of Adassah, her Hebrew name, or Esther, which is her Persian name, who becomes the queen of Persia against all odds. It's the story of how God delivered his people at a time when death was, I mean, literally at the door and everything seemed lost. But instead... Wow. It was the beginning of one of the most beautiful rescue stories ever. And that's why instead of fasting or mourning when the month of Adar arrives, there is a saying, when Adar comes in, we greatly rejoice. And who doesn't want to greatly rejoice? And that pretty much sums it up, too. The story's ending is so good that... I mean, it's, beginning the whole story is terrible and then the ending's great so the story's so good that the terrible parts aren't so bad anymore it's all celebration no mourning so that leaves only one question why should we as christians care about or celebrate it well perm is a glimpse at the end times on the prophetic calendar uh prophetically speaking all right, now, this, you have to use your brain for just a minute, and then you can go back to sleep. Prophetically speaking, if our salvation, which happens on the cross at Passover, which is the first month, all right, so we begin at Passover, is the beginning of our spiritual life, then the events of Purim, which, as I mentioned, which occur in the last month, will be the final events that everything is progressing toward in our relationship with our bridegroom, Jesus. That makes sense? Yeah. All right, so these events are found in Revelation 18 and 19. It's our wedding to him, and really 20 also. It's our wedding to him where we're dressed in white. And also what follows that wedding, the uh, king of kings riding out on a white horse, followed by the armies of heaven, we're still dressed in white, to conquer all of those who oppose him. It's just extraordinary right before the millennium. And um, Revelation 6-2 gives us a little tiny preview. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. His rider held a bow, and he was given a crown. And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And Purim is the only feast day specifically about a crown, meaning a king, and a conqueror that is bent on conquest. So it's an interesting time. So 3,500 years ago, or 2,500 years ago, Purim was all about a wedding of an orphan girl to a king who reigned over 127 nations. This is massive. Essentially the whole earth. The destruction of a great enemy of the Jews in one great battle which brought salvation to all Jews. And it was all overseen by one who used the title King of Kings. It's an amazing shadow and type of our end time wedding to Jesus and the judgment of all evil. And as a side note, before Purim on the biblical calendar, of course, you go back, it's winter, so you go back to the fall and all the fall feasts, which preview the rapture, the tribulation, the rest of the end time events, which find their finale here on Purim. 
So the Jews have celebrated Purim throughout history with, I would say, great zeal. And the enemy of the story, which is Haman or Haman, initiated came, initially came to represent their uh, current enemy. These enemies included the Greeks, the Romans, Christians, of course, Muslims, and the Nazis, whoever their evil oppressor was at the time. So on one hand, the story of Purim is all about how God has faithfully cared for his chosen beloved, the Jews. God has protected, cared for them, redeemed them from the hand of their oppressors. It's a very Jewish thing. But as Gentiles, we know that God has adopted us as sons with full rights of sonship. And we also know the end of the story because we've read Revelation, and you will today. It's clear that Purim is about his bride, the whole church. Jews, the naturally born of Abraham, who believe in faith that Yeshua Jesus is the Messiah. And Gentiles those who have been adopted or grafted into Abraham through the blood of Jesus. So Purim is for all the redeemed. It's yours, as a Jew and Gentile, to celebrate our bridegroom, Yeshua Jesus, and the great ending of a 6,000-year-old story, or however long it goes. But it's a really fascinating uh, feast, and uh, we're going to look at how that all lays out and works together today, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy and hope you call as well and, and give, uh, help us to continue doing what we do 24-7.